host, Cassie Moraine, and I want to welcome you to Circle of Trust, a podcast full of laughter, interrupting, and oversharing, brought to you by me and my two best friends, Jillian Lawson and Julie Signorelli. Episode three is all about diets. Name a diet, we've done it. So today, you're going to hear our analysis of some of the most popular diets, and we're also talking about our quest to win the battle against emotional eating. Trigger alert. It wouldn't be a diet podcast if we didn't talk a lot about food. So if you're dieting, just pretend we say kale every time we use the word brownie, and you'll be fine. We're starting out with an update on our lives, so let's go. Let's give our dear listeners an update on our lives. I'm currently in a hotel uh, up north of Chicago, because that's where my husband's at, and we came to visit him for Cole's 14th birthday. So I now have two teenagers. Um, Another one turning a teen. I'll have three teens by the end of the summer. Good Lord. Okay, can you pause for a second and please tell everyone about your strange living arrangement? Okay. I know you live with your mom, (laughs) but I feel like you need to give some people some Like, explain a couple things. One, why you're 40 and you live with your mom. And then two, (laughs) why your husband lives in a completely different state. (laughs) Okay, I think it's important, first of all, and most important to clarify, I'm not 40. She's only 38 and has weekend visitation with her husband. weekend visitation. That sounds terrible. So, okay. So we live with my mom. Me and the kids live with mom right now because after my dad passed away, we, Aaron had just taken, Aaron's my husband, Aaron had just taken a position, um, like a really good position in D.C. at headquarters for his job. And um, we were there like a couple months. Um, when all that happened with dad and afterwards I just wasn't doing well and it was so hard like being in this new city where we weren't connected yet and just grieving like all alone was just it was just kind of heavy and hard and I was so worried about mom all the time and um, so I've traveled with my husband quite a bit over the last four years and um, I just looked at him and I said, if there's any way that we could get closer to family, that would be really helpful to me. And he said, you have never asked me one time or complained about where we went. He said, I will see what I can do. He said, you've always been supportive of me. Thank you so much. Like, you know, it was like this really, um, it was kind of like a broken thing on my part, like to even come out and say that, like, um, and and he just, he did, he went and talked to his boss and we're thinking like, there's like no way or if this does happen, he's going to lose like his status at work and we're going to have to start all over, you know, and all this stuff. And, and God just worked it out. And like we, he got the right connection to the right person. And we ended up um, in Chicago with no loss of level, like no loss of promotion, like there was no loss. It was like just a good move. It worked out for us. And so he's currently on detail here at a job in Carroll Stream, Illinois, which is north northwest of Chicago. And so he, because of the way his job works, he has to live like in a hotel here, like while his job is in process. And so, um, and so me and the kids are living at mom's until all the paperwork goes through so that we can get a house here. So we're going to live in Indiana. So that's why I'm almost 40. I live with my mom. And (laughs) I come and visit my husband sometimes on the weekend. (laughs) What about you, Cass? What's new with you? Well, you know, I mean, not to get too personal here, but (laughs) my husband and I have been trying to, you know, make moves towards starting a family. So what exact what moves are you talking about? What kind of podcast is this? So I've had a very medically invasive week. Let's just call it that. You're and see, I thought you were going to talk about home renovations, but we'll talk about this. I will say, I did have this experience last Wednesday in one of those invasive moments where I was on laughing gas. Have you guys ever been on laughing gas? Oh, yeah, at the dentist before. I don't know. Yeah, like, 
At the dentist. Yeah, they do that at the dentist. I've never had that experience. And it was one of the most... I don't even know how to describe what I was feeling, you guys. Because I was like laying back. This mask was on my face. And the doctor was like, just take deep breaths and you're going to feel like you're drunk. And so I start doing that. I'm like, I'm good. I don't feel anything. And all of a sudden, (laughs) it was like... yeah. It was like, I mean, tequila times a thousand. I was Hmm. staring at the ceiling and like the doctor told a joke, but I felt outside my body (laughs) and I was afraid if I started laughing, I would never stop. And so I was trying to not laugh, but then I felt my stomach like vibrate like you do when you laugh. (laughs) I had no idea what I was doing, what I was saying. It was the weirdest thing I've ever had. And nobody and I recorded know. it. I feel like they should no. have recorded it. I mean, yeah, it could have been a real moment. So funny. And, um, or did it even yeah. happen? Did it <laughs> I don't happen? know. <laughs> it was terrifying, but but I don't. I just felt like I had no control, and I don't like that feeling. It was very weird. It's like I could hear the doctor down this long tunnel. And he was talking to his nurse about how he thought his employees were stealing medical products from the office. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, so that's strange. really specific. You got the coolest doctor ever. <laughs> I'm it pretty sure they're taking weird. those tongue depressors. Oh, by the boxes. Well, yeah, I'm... you know what those are worth on the street? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> There's a whole black market for that. I don't, they weren't using any tongue depressors in my procedure. <laughs> It was more like one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, did it? Was it good enough? The laughing gas. There we go. (laughs) To erase the memory of, like, did it? I've never received any invasiveness. Yeah, because I've had the same thing. You're discussing and nobody gave me anything so i was just curious really? if it erased the, it the didn't trauma. erase anything it just it made me feel like out of body confused and then when he woke me up or not woke me up but took the thing off my face he was like you're gonna feel normal in 30 seconds and i did i came to fully in 30 seconds That's but then wild. he was telling me all this stuff and i was still trying to make sense of what had happened to me. You're like, so but I where's don't... the medical supplies? I need help. Oh, Jocko, CSI. Let's, let's break this case oh open. Oh, my gosh. It was she so went in full-on Nancy Drew mode. <laughs> She's, like, living all of her childhood dreams. Oh, my god. It was god. so weird, you guys. But anyway, yeah, I don't hope to ever have that experience again. I think I'll turn that stuff down if they offer it again. Okay. So, today we're talking about diets. Yay! I'm I'm a personal expert. (laughs) Yes. I will say I have about 29 years of experience dieting, and so (laughs) I consider myself the expert today. Um, So, I thought we would start out today by you telling us, what diet are you on today? Anybody? (laughs) I feel like this question is so relevant every day. Like today. So what yeah. are you doing today? What's today's diet? I will start. I'm on I'm on low carb, not keto cuz I'm not doing any intermittent fasting. Good lord, no. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing low carb right now. Um I'm doing uh paleo plus Mexican food. <laughs> I count calories, so that's what I do. I'm a, a calorie counter. Pretty consistent on that. Okay, so like I said, we, we've we all kind of had a history of trying various diets. I thought we would just go through some classic ones and pretty much rate them. So I'm going to start with Slim Fast. Who's done it? Me. Oh, I've done it. here. Yeah, Me. I did it. I honestly want to tell you I did Slim Fast at eight years old. So yeah. that was fun. That's tragic. <laughs> That's so sad. It, I'll tell you why. A girl in my third grade class went on Slim Fast, and I was like, oh, I want to do that. And my parents bought it for me. It was brand new. 
and we there's did like it a lot like wrong with this there's like so Dude, many I know I know it is really really is this gonna be like therapy I feel like this episode is gonna it be it might like therapy be yeah <laughs> I feel like this stuff. is sad <laughs> so okay let's move on so we can keep the laughs rolling yeah that's too sad <laughs> keep moving Wait, but Jill, you've done Slim Fast. I like, have. You did it hardcore. I did as Slim an adult. Fast. Okay, so remember, I'm cheap, so we've talked about this before in previous episodes. <laughs> so then I bought, um, I'm always up for trying the generic brand to see if it's, um, you know, just as good or whatever, so I can save a couple bucks. So I tried the Walmart Slim Fast, and I was fine with it until <laughs> I read the ingredients level, and the first one was vegetable oil. And I was like, oh. I'm out. I'm out. I just can't. No. Equate brand Equate Slim Fast. Equate brand Slim Fast. We do not <laughs> want your value. sponsorship. We will not take it. <laughs> because no, the worst ingredient is agree. vegetable oil. Is That's the regular wild. Slim Fast? I don't think. Same I don't ingredient? know. I don't remember. But I was just like, you know what? I'm so hungry, anyways. Just this isn't working. <laughs> like it, it, it's a good like short term thing. Like you know whatever. But yeah. it's it's not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've done the cabbage soup diet. I forgot about that. Oh, dad. I have the a really funny story about that. Tell <laughs> us about the cabbage soup diet. Okay. So for those who don't know, a cabbage soup diet is like, is it seven days or yeah, whatever? It's days. basically like, and you do lose a butt ton of weight if you actually do it. So my dad loved this as diet and he would lose like 20 pounds on it and then gain it all back and then lose it again like whatever he yeah. it worked for him and he loved it so I was like okay so just to preface because I don't for those who know me and who are listening they know I'm like like a more I don't know that I'm like skinny but I'm on the I guess smaller end of the yeah. spectrum whatever um you're skinny. But I, I need to let people know that with every baby, I put on 80 pounds. So <laughs> when I had the baby, I was ex- everybody is like, oh, you lose like 20, 30 pounds in the hospital. So I'm like, OK, I'll have like some weight to lose. And then I guess in my head, it just like would melt off or whatever. Yeah, that's a freaking lie from the <laughs> devil. <laughs> It's a lie. That is real freaking fat that you got to lose off your body. Because you like, need or at least me to get there to the 80 pounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like every burger, you got to run that sucker off, you know? So anyway, so I like came home from the hospital. So I was over 200 pounds, like legit when I had the baby and was still over after I had it. Like I only lost like eight pounds in the hospital because the baby was only seven. I just assumed your water bag was like 40 pounds. <laughs> so that was a downer. So that I had, downer, she said. yeah, so I don't want it to be like, Oh, I did this to lose five pounds or 10 pounds. Cause that's like my goal now, but I had 70 pounds to lose, like yeah. literally. And you guys can attest, like, I had it to lose, you know, like it was on my body. It's not like I have so much weight to lose. And they gained, they put on 20 pounds while they were pregnant. They lost 10 of it in the hospital. It wasn't like that, you know? So I, so anyways, I had this weight I was trying to lose. Yeah. So (laughs) me and my friend, shout out Erica Gurgley came over and we're like, we're, and she had some weight she wanted to lose too. And we're like, we're doing this cabbage soup diet and we're going to, do it and whatever. So she came over in the morning. We went and got all the ingredients, like chopped them up together, like trying to make it fun, like as we're prepping and cooking all this crappy soup or whatever, which actually I do like the soup. Um, so Mike gets home. So this is all day. So we're eating it and we're literally like we have headaches, like we're going to feel like we're going to faint. Mike gets home at like seven o'clock and he's like, you guys want to go for wings? And we're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> We literally didn't even make it 12 hours. And man, there was a lot of soup that went in the garbage. That was a rough. That was like the moment I was like, my willpower sucks. 
That's so funny. And we ate our wings in such shame. Like, we literally just had our head down. Like, just don't even, let's not even don't acknowledge look, don't that. Don't look at me in the eye. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't right now. So, That's great. that was the night of shame. <laughs> okay, I, how about Weight Watchers? I've done, done Weight it. Watchers. Done it. Jewel, yeah, Jewel, I did I know that for like have. one day with my Cassie. Babies. Oh, wait, first so, I did it. Wait, first I did it. Um, Aaron and I got married in May and, uh-huh. um, we like, we just thought it was so fun to eat Edie's ice cream, Rocky Road in particular in bed, like every night at like nine o'clock because I wasn't allowed to have food in my room <laughs> when <laughs> for I was, the first time ever, when I was living at mom, still not at 39, allowed to have food in my room. <laughs> and she's still at her mom's. <laughs> um, <laughs> So not allowed. So it was like such this like freedom thing to be able to eat, especially melty ice cream, like in my bed. Oh my God. So we got married in the summer. I started a new job. I had to buy like new clothes, like in the winter, like as it was moving season. So I had to buy new clothes for like this office job that I had. And um, so I didn't notice the weight creeping on because I was I had to buy new clothes for the season. So we get our Christmas pictures back and I'm sitting, I'm sitting, I literally remember sitting next to mom's Christmas tree. It was right before the, the start of the new year. Um, going through the pictures that her and dad had just um, developed. And I was like, who ate that girl? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> ate two of her. <laughs> I was like, why does my face look so big? And like, my mom kind of like looked at me and like, kind of went, hmm. you know, like, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have gained weight. I didn't know. Like I, I, I'm like, I just am not like, I don't spend a lot of time like worried about it or like stressing out about yeah. it. Like, and so it was like my first awareness of that. My body had changed. Cause my body had literally always been the same. And, yeah. um, so I was like, I went to Weight Watchers the next day, like, and, <laughs> and I lost 20 pounds and I didn't even know That's I had gained awesome. 20 pounds, you know, like that was what yeah. was so weird. And so and she would food shame people. She'd be like, "Oh, what you're eating? That's like 12 points." I was I was so <laughs> annoying like, about it. I was so annoying about it. Like, I'm so sorry That's for funny. all those people who were with me when I did that. Like, so sorry. Um but it was like super like eye-opening. Like it like I I was like portion control. What's that? Like never like things I just had never had worried about before, you know? <laughs> And so, yeah, I lost 20 pounds. And then, so after both Abby and Cole, I did Weight Watchers again. And wow. you killed it. You lost yeah. that weight fast. It took me, like, Yeah, and you know, like, I nursed, I nursed with both of them. And for some people, it um, exacerbates your weight loss. And for some people, it uh, retains it. There's, like, no middle ground with nursing. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, I was, I was a retainer. Th- thankfully one of those people that it helped with my, aid my weight loss. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. For me, it <laughs> I was a retainer, so I couldn't lose. And I kid you not, like, I literally couldn't lose, like, a pound until I stopped. I don't care what diet I did. I was running. Like, I was doing all this stuff. I could not lose it. The scale literally never budged. Even if I ate salad all day, grilled, Mm. it didn't matter. But, like, the second I stopped nursing and, like, my milk dried up, I lost and it took me like a couple of months for, I had a lot of milk, like so took a while for it to dry up. But what, as soon as it dried off, I mean, I started losing like pounds. So it may, it literally, like I thought I had the thought, like if I ever had another kid, I mean, I don't like want to, but if I ever did, like I probably wouldn't nurse. I know that sounds terrible, but this is circle of trust and I'm saying it. There you go. Like <laughs> it was, I just, I don't know. I don't think I could do it again. It was hard. I, I've done Weight Watchers on and off a lot. Um, my mom was like the original one who did it in our family. And when I was maybe like 15 or 16, I went with her. And uh, we were the worst because we would like work the system. We would we would like famine all week, you know, count our points, be super strict. We'd go weigh in um, and we would lose. And then as soon as we were done weighing in, we would go to Dairy Queen. Nice. <laughs> That's terrible. We would I think it's Dairy awesome. <laughs> it was like whatever we ate between 8 p.m. and whenever we went to bed on the night of the weigh-in was just a free-for-all. Yeah. At like that 
period of time did not count. But one of the funniest things was we would walk into Dairy Queen and usually forget to take our Weight Watchers name tags off. (laughs) (laughs) The shame. It was really funny. You're like, Um, whatever, I just got this 10-pound chip. Give me a parfait. (laughs) Exactly. Sometimes it makes me think, like, the way, like, you talking about how you worked the system. Mm -hmm. Like, if you could have channeled that into some kind of (laughs) money-making. There should have been a blog. Like, blogs weren't a thing back then, but you could have, like, started, like, a Weight Watcher hacker. You could have made some money or something. Uh, If only I could have put all that energy into loving myself and being a healthy person. (laughs) that i'm like you could have been rich (laughs) okay what about herbalife julie i feel like you have a really great story about almost getting a traumatic brain injury (laughs) okay almost so just to be clear so people don't think i'm just saying this i don't sell herbalife okay but when i had i don't remember evie evie everly um I had a really hard time, again, trying to lose the weight. It took me, like, I don't know, probably a year till she was two. Six. So, three. I feel like she still does. Um, But, yeah, I had a really hard time. So, I'm, like, asking my friend. I'm, like, who has something, like, whatever. And so, I, I had a few friends who sold it. And they're, like, honestly, it, like, works. So, I ordered it. And uh, it was... I, okay, so anyways, I'm doing it and I'm losing weight. Like it's working. I'm feeling like super confident. And so we were going into our, um, like a pastor's, like an annual pastor's conference. And I'm just like loving life. I, basically, I did the thing where you do like two shakes a day and then like a healthy dinner. Like some fast, but Herbalife, it tastes really good and it's super filling. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what they put in it, but it it tastes like amazing and it was like super filling like it literally would keep me full like I didn't feel hungry yeah I think you could eat some snacks or something and I was nursing so whatever so I'm like doing this and we go to a pastor's conference okay so they're doing the altar call I even remember the message four faces of the anointing whatever it doesn't matter (laughs) um not relevant they were doing the message Pastor Lee Cummings was preaching. They said, okay, we need everybody to stand up or, you know, like the altar call part, stand up. So we stand up and I leaned over to Mike and I said, I feel horrible. And before I even got the word out, I literally passed out. I hit, but I passed out forward. That's the fourth phase of the anointing. (laughs) Yes, that was the fourth phase. God's like, I'll give you an anointing. Shut up. No. So I... Stand up and then I pass out, but my head hits the pew. Like they were like wood pews. And then I fall back and like I like I was passed out, so I didn't know what was happening. And I like I remember opening my eyes and saying, Don't call an ambulance, it's too expensive. <laughs> It turns out it was just like my blood sugar or whatever. What I didn't know, and this is crucial if you're doing Herbalife, is guys, it's two scoops. (laughs) (laughs) It's not one scoop of each. It's two scoops of each. No Um, way. So I just was doing it wrong. And so my body was like, and at this point I was training for a half marathon. So I was running four times a week. Yeah. Three short runs and a long run. And at this point, we were up to, like, probably 11 miles, like, in a long run. So I had just done my long run that morning. I did one scoop and one scoop. Okay, that's for two times. I was I was in a deficit for, like, weeks. Yeah. I just didn't know it. But I lost a butt ton of weight on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no wonder. So, so. it works. But you might pass yeah, out if then, you don't follow the rules. Yeah. Once I figured it out, I was like, man, I'm even more full. So whatever. I re- if somebody's struggling, like whatever, I recommend it. I don't know who sells it anymore, but it was good. It tasted good. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> How about low carb? I, I'm on that oh. right now. So oh, I've done, done it. low carb. Doing it. 
Jill, Jill I feel like you lost a ton of weight on low carb when I first moved here. Yeah, I did. Because you were going on a cruise. Right. We were going on a cruise <laughs> and we were going with friends and I was like, you know, like hanging out in your jeans and your tank top is one thing. Hanging out in your bathing suit with like your friends. Right. That's like different you know like and there's like no way around it you're on a cruise you're at the beach like this is five days of being in a bathing suit you know yeah and um so um me and amy we started exercising every day and doing low carb and we were like super like in it and i did i lost probably probably 20 i think i've been gaining and losing the same 20 pounds like my whole adult life (laughs) so um yeah i like lost a lot a lot lost a lot of weight there but um but then it was like, you know, you start eating carbs again and it's just like, I, for me, it's not sustainable. They're so It's good. not sustainable for no. me. Like, so. Yeah. Um, I just feel like I was very mean when I did it. <laughs> yes. You're kind of mean Were on any mean? diet. I'm not going to lie, Julie. It's not where you shine. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like to be restricted. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't, I know I don't have the willpower to make just good choices. That's what I'm like working on now, whatever. Yeah. But um, then I feel like I can now, but like then, oh, like I just couldn't make good choices and I would just feel deprived all the time and then just mad at everybody. Like yeah. mean, ugh. I will say that with low carb, once I get through the sugar cravings, once I break that, I actually feel full and I feel really mentally sharp, but it takes a while. Like, I think yeah. it takes a whole first week to get to that point. So if you can make it. Jill, your best low-carb hack ever was ordering chicken fries from Burger King. I have a I feeling. Really <laughs> How can those be low-carb? I, I don't know, but I eat them three or four times a week, and I lost 20 pounds. So I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Those chicken fries saved my life. That's funny. Um... Okay, so I, I do think it would be really great and helpful because I, as you've mentioned, I think, Jill, you should tell a little bit of your story and Julie about what you're working on right now. But um, I think emotional eating is like a big thing for our... Oh, Lord. It's kind of been like the basis of our circle of trust friendship. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's just kind of what of we built mad. on. <laughs> right, so I think it's kind of... If you're not careful, it can be a go-to when something bad happens or something good happens to emotionally eat. So what, for you guys, what personally triggers your emotional eating? I am an emotional eat. I'm overcoming emotional eating. I'll say it that way. Um, <laughs> She's an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. Um, I'm, I'm overcoming statement. it. Though. You are, though. I, that's you, good. Um, And it... What triggered it for me, like, you know, I've talked about how I've struggled on and off with depression over the years. So um, if I had a bad day, like, you know, and I'd be like, I'm not having a good day. Like I text, you know, Aaron and he'd be like, okay, I'll bring you home a Snickers. Like, <laughs> that fixes everything. And, um, it really, that's a good husband. It really does. <laughs> um, and like my, you know, having a bad day or like just being low food made me feel better. And Um, so I, I would always just go to food to fix whatever it was I was, you know, going through. And, Mm um, I just, it made me feel better. You know, if my husband had a bad day, he'd be like, let's go out to eat. Well, okay. Like, I don't want to cook. That sounds great. You know? So I'm an emotional eater. He's an emotional eater. Um, both of you guys are emotional eaters. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, yeah. that was just how I coped with literally everything. Um, but it got to the point where, you know, like I said, we've moved around a lot with my husband's job over the last four years. And when you're like alone and you haven't met, made friends yet in your new place where you're at, well, guacamole and chips and salsa are a faithful friend. They show up for you every time and never, ever, ever let you down and let you talk and cry as much as you want to. So they were, they were really, really good friends and brownies. My Lord, I love a good brownie better than anybody (laughs) in the world. And, um, and so they just fixed all my problems because that's all I had. (laughs) Um, then when we moved to Texas, so, this would have been, Cassie, you'll be married two years in October, right? 
Yes. So three years ago, um, I, I had just gotten in a season where I just ate all the time. I didn't get dressed anymore. Like I wore my pajamas all the time. Like it was just, I was sad, you know, and it was affecting every area of my life. And we were, me and the kids were downstairs playing a game and Cole made some comment about, I don't even remember what prefaced it, but he said, or we can all just be lazy like mom. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And like, he didn't say it mean or hateful. And like, and it was just like, and all of a sudden I realized that was my kid's perception of me. Wow. Um, now part of that might've been cause I wore pajamas like, you know, for 22 hours out of the day. Like, I don't know, but sometimes 24. You're like, how dare you? Yeah. Right. Um, and so all of a sudden I was like, my kids think I'm lazy. And also I can barely walk up the stairs like without yeah. groaning, like, you know, uh-huh. and I've got, um, I've got these teenagers, I've got a toddler, you know, Carter was only like two at the time. And I was just, I was tired of feeling sick and tired. I was just tired of yeah. it. And I was tired of like, I knew I was depressed. And so I was like, I can't control literally anything else that's going on in my life, but I'm going to get control of this. And so the, I mean, literally the next time it was time to eat, I just made the next right choice. And I heard Amy say that in a message one time, and it's always stuck with me. Shout out, Pastor Amy, City of Life. Um, yeah. She, who is an uh, like unofficial member of Circle of Trust. She may not yes, be on the podcast, right. but you are in it, girl. So she, I remember it's. she said it in a message that I was watching online. She said just, and she was talking about, I'm sure, like, turning away from sin or whatever. But for me, like, it, like, food had become, like, a god in my life. Like, it was, yeah, it was all I could, like, think about. I wasn't going to God for anything. I was going to food, you know? And, um, and she said, just the next time you have the opportunity to make a decision, make the next right choice. And so mm. I didn't go to the grocery store. I didn't buy new workout clothes. I didn't buy a new program. I just made the next right choice. Um, Mm -hmm. and I had one workout DVD, Julia Michaels, 30 day shred in my arsenal (laughs) that had made it through the move. And I literally blew the dust off of this DVD and put it in my player and did it. And I did it every day. And for eight weeks, I didn't lose a single pound. Not a single no pound. Way. It was so, uh, and I mean, I, I downloaded the lose it app and I, I tracked every calorie. There was no, not one, I didn't take a cheat day. I didn't do anything. And finally the scale started to move because I had told myself I wasn't going to have a cheat day until I had lost 10 pounds. Well, mm. you know, it was, I mean, and we were looking at like almost four months before I had a cheat day. Wow. Um, but my clothes were fitting better. You know, like I, you know, I made sure that I was measuring, um, and like all of that stuff. So like I, I could see improvements in my body shape, but it wasn't showing up on the scale. But then it did start to um, start to come off. It took me eight months to lose 24 pounds, um, mm-hmm. and I have kept it off since then. And so it's been... Um, Which is incredible. It, it, That's on, really on awesome, your anniversary, Jill. On your anniversary, it will be two years. My weight loss is the same as your wedding. <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, I was, um, I actually, no, I'm sorry. I actually lost close to 30 pounds when it was all said and done. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, um, I feel like I really took time to really connect with why am I eating the way I'm eating? What is it? You know, like I really didn't just do it to lose weight. I didn't do it to be skinny. I did it to be healthy. And I really tried to work on my why am I doing this? So I feel like I, you know, really kind of conquered that emotional eating side. And then of course, when um, dad passed a few months ago, I had to really struggle through that. And I didn't win every day. I definitely backslid on some of that and Mm -hmm. had to so many brownies, (laughs) so much chips and salsa, like, but you know what, like, I knew it while I was doing it. And I, so I had like some self-awareness and that kind of helped me. And I had to do the same thing. I just literally had to get up one day and be like, today's it. That's it. It's done. And I'm putting this behind me, you know, and kind of push through that. And, um, I would say that I, I still am struggling through the grieving process with my emotional eating. Uh, and I really have to be conscious of it and make the next right choice. And it's kind of just like the model that I try to live by. Um, and most days I win, but some days I don't. 
Um, <laughs> and that's just where I'm at right now. And so yeah, working through it. But that's really something that in the face of your grief, you didn't just throw everything you've worked so hard for out the window with your grief as an excuse because I mean it is a great excuse yeah you know, I mean been through so much and normally I think three years ago you would have just you know tossed everything you'd accomplish out the window for sure and gone to a really dark place related to eating and your fitness but you've you've really done a great job that's really something to be proud of thank you so Julie you um started kind of after you lost your dad you told us a little bit about how kind of things went off the rail a little bit as you were grieving and And when we say off the rail we mean I ate cake every day for about a couple of months (laughs) yes can we talk about funeral food for a second oh funeral food is the best food it really is. It's like people know exactly what they what you need, and they bring it to you. It's like totally. they sense that you need a brownie. Yeah. They sense that you need fried chicken, and he, and it shows up. And like, don't get me started on like the cold cut plates and all the little extras <laughs> that like come along with that. That you can just dip into stuff. It's great. And oh dips. my gosh! So many dips, like French onion dip and ranch chip dip and. Your people really came it. through with the funeral food, I would say, in, the, yeah. in February. There were, listen, there were Portillo's cakes that were just, and if you guys don't oh know what a Portillo's cake is, Google it. It's so good. Best. And yeah. they would just show up. It was like a little funeral cake fairy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the doorbell would ring and chocolate cake would be on your doorstep. Thank what? you. What kind of world Thank is you. This? My feelings need this. Thank you. It's so and great. Jill would be like, I'm just going to have this like one tiny sliver. And I'm like, I'm eating the whole dang cake. This sucks. <laughs> but like, yeah, I would have like, like one tiny cares? sliver like seven times a day. Like, and I have to say, so like there were somebody made these brownies at my at my dad's funeral. And I just was like, man, that's a good brownie. <laughs> If that was For you, sure. please let me know. <laughs> send me a message. Send me a comment. Tag me in your recipe. It was. Now nah, we don't want your recipe. We just want more brownies yeah. to show up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I'm still a little sad. So if you could just send me. <laughs> oh, I will spit coffee. Oh, my gosh. I'm still sad, and those brownies helped a little. Uh... Okay. <laughs> So back to Reel it in, going Jack. off the rails a little bit. <laughs> Julie, you, um, so on your Instagram, you decided to do this thing called 30 Days of Discipline to kind of get back on track after you, you know, kind of fell off the rails. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Like what started it and where it ended up? Yeah. So uh, basically I was like, I just felt horrible like my hands were swelling like you know how when you eat bad and you wake up and you're like man that was a mistake (laughs) so I was like I had it was like days and days of just being like I feel terrible and it wasn't like I had gained a ton of weight it wasn't that it I felt horrible like just so bad and so I was like I gotta change this and what I have seen in the past is like You hear people like, okay, I'm a pastor. So a lot of times people will speak to things that they're on the other side of. So they'll reference back to like, oh, when I was 20 and a jerk to everyone or an alcoholic or whatever. (laughs) And I thought, you know, what would help me is to hear somebody who's going through something like right now, like what, you know what I mean? In the moment and like, how are they trying to as we say in the Christian community, overcome. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how can I get over this, you know? So I'm like, well, if I put it online, I have to do it because I will look like such a dodo if I don't. So I'm like, I'm never going to, my husband always says something like to our 
team, he's like, you're never going to uh, feel like it. Like you're never, your feelings will almost never line up with like what the right thing to do is because it feels right. good to eat the cake. It feels good to <laughs> order mozzarella so sticks. Good. Like all those things feel like the right thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I was like, okay, you know, I just got to do this. So I did this thing on my Insta story called 30 Days of Discipline. And then I'm like, well, here's what's going to happen is like, I'm going to get to day 30 and then eat pizza or something crazy. And it's not going to, that's not the point. So I'm more like on this like life of discipline thing. So just trying to like do the right thing every day, but like not, I'm not like, oh, I'm never going to eat. Like I had an ice cream bar at the pool with my kids yesterday, but it was a holiday. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm not going right. to like weddings, funeral food. <laughs> <laughs> like the goal Date is night. like 80% of the time. Yeah. Good eating. Yeah. And then like kind of listening to my, my body, like, like there was, uh, I saw this really gross picture on Instagram of me and I just couldn't eat meat for a couple weeks. So I just didn't, it wasn't like I was. <laughs> vegan I just I just was like I don't feel like eating this you know and then sometimes yeah. I'm like I want to eat a lot of meat or a lot of eggs and so I just eat that but not eating the things that are going to make me feel like I can't keep up with my kids or keep up with my responsibilities you know stuff like that um and it's been really good I feel like 80 even probably 90 percent of the time like I'm doing all the right things and I haven't I think I did lose like seven pounds but I feel like you can, like, I don't know. I don't know. If my, I'm still in the same size pants, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so either my pants were just really tight or, <laughs> and now they actually fit or it's like water weight or something. But yeah, I just had to be like, I had to just get over myself and be like feeling like crap. Am I going to lose weight? Probably not. I've been trying to lose the last 10 pounds for my baby for the last four years. So I mean, the likelihood of me like losing it, like it may or may not happen, but I just want to feel good. That is my yeah. goal at 30, 25 versus 35. At 25, I wanted to be skinny. At 35, I want to feel good. I want to feel like I can right. pack up the car on my own. You know, my husband is not home. I mean... It's like we see each other every day, but he's right. really busy and so am I. And I need to be able to like load the car by myself. I'm in New York City. I have to walk upstairs without and breaking stuff. into a sweat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I feel great. I started running again, just healthy disciplines in my life, you know. And it sucks because you do have to get up early and you do gotta, you know, I don't feel like it. And I'll post that yeah. sometimes, like, hey, I don't I don't feel like it. Cause sometimes <laughs> I think we see those pictures of people at the gym. And you're like, God, they just must feel like it all the time. I never feel like it. Almost never. That's funny. <laughs> or then you look at their feed and you notice they actually post that gym picture like twice a month. You're like, they're only going to the gym twice a month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the fact that like, okay, I don't drink. I don't smoke. And I don't say that in a haughty way. It's just not things I struggle with. I don't struggle. But this is an area where I struggle. And I don't want people thinking, I mean, maybe... I don't know what people's perception is of me on the outside, but like yeah. if it is that I have it all together, that is not accurate, you know, <laughs> right. and not real. And that you have battles that you're fighting. Yeah. Too every day. Like when I'm telling someone you can do this, like I'm saying it because I need to hear it and I need to do it. So that's awesome. I don't know. That's really cool. That's where I'm at. Cause I love seeing your running pictures and your little picture of your Apple watch. Because, because you know really how lazy I am. So you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know that I'd rather be eating the cake. Okay. Like, no, it is really and laying down watching TV. Exactly. Like, it's yeah. so true. That's, that's so awesome that you've decided to, like, be that public about it. I love it. So I wasn't public about the ice cream bar I ate yesterday, but <laughs> I ate it. Uh. <laughs> I've been really thinking about this lately. We even had a text fight about it the other night. <laughs> Not a, a fight. Text fight. <laughs> the best emoji to send in a text fight are two, and I have two favorite ones. The Which skull ones? and the knife. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but <laughs> that I mean, means it's done. Yeah, You're it's done. over. Just stop Shut talking. Up. 
<laughs> but I think, you know, like, I, I, you guys know this about me. When I moved to Kissimmee, I was here by myself. I mean, I had Jill, but it, everything was really new. And it was the first time in my life I could, like, really, like, eat whatever I wanted because I was living on my own and all that good stuff. And, you know, with freedom comes great responsibility. And I just crapped yes. all over my responsibility. <laughs> You, like, looked in your – have you ever seen that meme or whatever? It's, like, the grocery cart full of snacks, and they're, like, what college kid loaded up my cart? (laughs) Or something like that. Accurate. Yeah. I mean, like, I would buy those 99 cents Totino's pizzas. Those are so good. Actually, they are so good. And I would – I mean, tater tots, which – frozen tater tots, whatever. Oh, yeah, with cheese. You guys still like tater tots? With cheese. Yes. And when I felt really alone, I would go to Bob Evans on a Saturday morning. (laughs) So I feel like I got so many bad habits that I already started with as a young person. My family, like, didn't eat super healthy. Well, my mom was super healthy, but my dad wasn't. And so um, I don't know. I feel like right now I'm trying to figure out, like, how to do all this. Okay, and before everyone gives me Instagram advice, I know every (laughs) diet. Don't give her Instagram advice. I've tried every diet. Yeah, we freaking tried paleo a hundred times. (laughs) I've tried it all. I've done it all. I think what's interesting, though, that I'm figuring out is that everything I've ever done dieting-wise has been like a Band-Aid for the real core thing, which is thinking the right way about food. You know, like, and, and not thinking of foods as good or bad, not thinking of myself as good or bad based on how I perform on a diet. But, like, really thinking of it in the proper proper way. And so I ordered a couple books on Amazon. They're coming in today. I'm real excited. <laughs> Did you order It Starts With Food? No, I ordered Intuitive Eating and the workbook. <laughs> so. I've looked up trying to do, like, a Whole30 because I want to figure out, like, okay, what are the foods that I can eat without, like, feeling away or whatever? Yeah. But I Google every time Whole30 desserts. Guys, there isn't any of <laughs> You're not really supposed to, like, treat yourself on a Whole30. So So I'm on day four of a Whole30. How's the Whole30, Jill? I have, like, this ear issue, and I've been wanting – I have this ear issue, like, that's been bothering me for, like, years, and I want to see if it's food-related, and, like, kids are off to camp this week, Aaron's traveling a bunch. I don't really have to cook for anybody except for myself. Because everybody else can eat Totino pizzas and uh, tater tots. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I'm not on a whole 30. Whole 30. My kids are eating pizza rolls. <laughs> trash processed food for the next 30 They're days. on a trash 30. <laughs> like all that organic yeah. chicken kids, that's for me. Okay? You're going to eat these, all these but chicken I just nuggets. Wa- I want to see if. I want to see if my ear thing is related because I've done everything for it. So I want to see if it's like some sort of food related yeah. thing. And, you know, I can't promise I'm going to make it to day 30, but I'm sure going to give it a try. <laughs> That's you know pretty what? awesome. Is you could, look, I'm like, you could cut the whole 30 in a fourth. <laughs> do a whole week. <laughs> I'm going to do a whole know, seven. Right? I'm going to do a seven. <laughs> Let's close this episode out with a simple question. You know, every diet is fun. And oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blast. It's so fun staying on it. But if, when you go off your diet, Jill, when you get to day 30 or 31. Or or 18, whatever. Day, when you get to day 25. 7. <laughs> yes. You're three days away. What is your ultimate diet cheat food? Just, I think we got to limit it to three because I have a whole group food. Like three. breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Is that what we're doing here? No, just whatever, like, is your ultimate cheat. Um, definitely Mexican food, always Mexican food. Okay. And not the healthy kind. I want the deep fried flautas <laughs> yeah. with the refried beans. Yes. Um, all the dips that they have, guacamole, sour cream, salsa. Every dip. If you've got a special ranch dip, I want that. Like <laughs> every, all the dips, all the dips. Amen. And then I for sure want a brownie sundae or... A cookie from Chick-fil-A. I love their cookies. Oh, yes. Ooh, You're a fan. Or um, uh, Potbellies. Potbellies has a great cookie. I love a good chocolate Okay, so chip not cookie. only did you pick an entire nationality of food. <laughs> right. Right. All of that. 
all the deep fried part of it. I'm then. just calling it. There's no way you're making it to day 30. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Jill, you Call have to now. update. You have to update our Instagram crew and our Facebook group Jill on is, your whole 30. Jill's gonna do whole until Aaron takes me to Outback 30. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, cheese fries! I oh, forgot yeah. about cheese fries. Okay, Jill gets five apparently. Sorry. <laughs> It's been 30 days, guys. Okay, mine would definitely be Outback cheese fries with ranch dip. For sure. Yeah, really? Yes. Um, I would say queso, for sure. Yes. And mm-hmm. chips, specifically from a restaurant called La Caretta in Indiana. It is so good. Oh, my gosh. They're so good. It is good. Um, and then I would say, like, the splurge of all splurge, which I haven't had one in years, but I, whatever, would be either, okay, two desserts, either, so I get four, two, um, pale, uh, uh, Portillo's chocolate cake. I almost said paleo yeah. chocolate cake. No, thanks. No. Um, no. Portillo's chocolate cake and Cinnabon. Dude, that <gasps> Oh, she loves a Cinnabon. But not those little tiny ones, like... The big one. The big one. Those yeah. are... And not the ones that come out of a can from the store, like from no. the actual yeah. store at the mall. Those are so good. <laughs> it's an experience. Totally. Okay, so mine are going to be number one, Cheddar Bay Biscuits from Red yes! Lobster. Yes! I forgot. Yes! <laughs> number two, basically any kind of bread dipped in any kind of other thing, like oil, <laughs> butter. And I said dipped in butter. <laughs> Like yeah, dunk that joker. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think my number three obviously would be um, chips, tortilla chips with like a really good table side guacamole or queso. Yes, or fresh dip. made. Yes, yes. But you can Those dip your peppers in guacamole, cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hate it when nope. people say that. Well, That's... you could dip sliced really thin carrots in your salsa. Not the mm. same. No, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Mm. And people who are eating that, they don't want that. They They really want want tortilla chips. I know. They forgot what a tortilla chip tasted like. And when they say, I'm just like really enjoying this diet, I'm like, I don't believe you. Liar. Liar. Don't believe (laughs) you. Well, there you have it. No matter where you're at, on a diet or in between diets, or if you've permanently kicked them to the curb, One of our favorite things to do is talk about the episode with you after the podcast on social media. So if you'll head over to Instagram and Facebook and follow us at Circle of Trust Podcast, we'd love for you to introduce yourself and join in our conversation. And if you really like what you hear, would you mind heading over to our iTunes page and rating us and reviewing us? Positively, of course. Music for this episode is by Danny Hendon and production is by Kyle Moraine. Thanks for joining us today. Just for the record, if you guys hear any whining or grunting or yelling, it's my toddler who's spooning my back right now. (laughs) Real life.